following program may contain coarse language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. Tsunami Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and with me I have Paul Biscrow, the founder of TsunamiFaithful.com. And the ASMR himself, the Real Maddox. Well, this will be our last regular recording of the year, and we have a lot to cover, so we're going to get right down into it because. Uh, yeah. Uh, have a few weeks where it's difficult to get the group together to record and oh, there's so much news yeah it's true that is very true and um i don't i you know i think at this point we probably shouldn't do a countdown episode i think that no. we'll leave that for next year because you sounded like sketch that you really had, didn't have any changes and i kind of want you on that episode so we'll save it for next year but i promise we'll do it next year Definitely. y'all ain't getting no countdown um so Real quick, at the top of this, let me just make, mention real quick before we get into everything. Um, there is, on our Patreon right now, there is an interview with, I believe it's Emily, ne, pronounced Neves, is that right? Neves? I don't know. Um, so that will actually be appearing sometime in the next couple days, uh, which this podcast will probably be out after that, but, so it could be up now, but... Um, there's going to be that that's going to be showing up. Um, there's also another interview that we did at New York Comic Con with Amanda Miller and Colleen. Oh God, her name is so long. I don't know if even know if I can pronounce it. Do you know who I'm talking about, Sketch? Yes. O'Shaughnessy or something like that. Yeah. How can you not say O'Shaughnessy, man? Is it O'Shaughnessy? Okay. It's dude. It's a really long name. Have you looked at her last name, dude? It's longer dude, than. If you can say social disestablishmentism, you can do say anything. Stop. Shut is, up. It's too big of a word for me right now. I haven't had my Mountain Dew yet. Yo, Mountain Dew. <laughs> really, a Mountain Dew of all things that you could drink to get your mind right. You well, chose okay, Mountain okay, Dew. Okay, listen, listen. I had a slim fast already, so I guess I made my mind right. Okay. You fat sow. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Hey, oh, by the way, I've lost 25 pounds, so there's that. Hey, congratulations. Was that from all your head and your ego? <sighs> I hate you, girl. <laughs> Actually, I'm, too, I'm down like, uh, I, I want to say I'm down at least one or two pan sizes, too, which is pretty good. Hey, all right. All right. So the, the diet and the working out's working for you. That's, yes. That's good. I'm, very, I'm very happy with the results so far. I'm, I'm kind of going into 2019 with the – shut up. I'm kind of going into the, the two, 2019 with the mentality of I, I really want to be down like under 250 around like – I want to get – I want to try to get close to 200, but I don't really mind if I'm like around like 220, 230. I can maintain that weight. I think that's a, that's a good weight to be around. If I'm working out like at least three or four times a week, it'll be good. So, you know. You can work it out in the toilet, though. But yeah, I, I'm just so much healthier now. It's it's not even it's not even funny. Though I have a breathing device, a CPAP machine that I use every night. So there's that. But, Damn man, you stopped breathing. Damn. Got you with that sleep apnea, huh? Uh, they said it was pretty severe. Like 
Apparently, wow. I was. You're supposed to be at like ninety percent oxygen. I was like at seventy five, sometimes below that. So, I love like, brain farts. So like, and and that's the thing. Like, it gives me so much more energy because like I'll get up and then when I go to work out, after that I have like so much energy. It's really weird. So it's like I'm I'm getting used to this kind of thing. I'm not getting so much. I'm not getting so much of the benefit of like waking up like, um not tired i'm getting more of the benefit of having more energy i guess so it's definitely working and <laughs> you'll there, have more energy but you'll still be tired dude i'm dude I, I i'm just a very tired person but it's 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 the difference from like having more energy and then like not in the middle of working and like i'm falling asleep kind of thing to like being able to get through work being able to not like you know, like I get tired at the right time, not tired at the wrong time. You know what I'm saying? So I do know what you're saying. Yeah, I get tired of you all the time, though. Uh, I fucking hate you, Darrell. But anyway, <laughs> we got a lot of news. So let's get into it. I'll stop talking about myself. But I just wanted to kind of throw that out. I'm doing really well. I know a lot of people are kind of worried about me. I'm doing okay. Don't worry. We're not. <laughs> I swear to God. So... In recent months, it's it's become the popular thought that uh, that Toonami Adult Swim were we're never going to do another anime, another co-production. They're, nah, not going to do another one. FLCL was apparently a failure, according to the masses. Who they don't know nothing, <laughs> and they they thought that you know they'll never do anything like that again. They just they can't afford to do it. Those uh, those posts have aged very poorly. Yeah. yeah. Delete them. So because uh, of all things, uh, Warner Brothers owned Blade Runner is getting a new animated series for Adult Swim and Toonami that is uh, coming from Alcon Television Group, and it will also be a partnership with Crunchyroll. Ooh, that's number two. What an interesting amount of synergy we have going on here. Yes. Could it yes. be a possibility that we might get Twin Star Exorcist at some point, maybe? I mean, that does it could seem be on the table. possible. They've, they've opened the doors to the getting shows from Crunchyroll directly. Exactly. I Well, first of all, I think it's kind of funny that people think that Toonami's not going to be doing original shows because here's the thing Jason DeMarco in that interview that we did said that they had three shows on the horizon and I believe that didn't count fully coolly so um this is the first one remember there's also whatever Gendy is working on if that's true with we hope Adult Swim um so there's that and it, all indications from Jason, which he's not being, you know how he's kind of vague sometimes if he mm-hmm. oh, says yeah. something. It, it looks like Primal, if that's what the show's name is, is going to be on Adult Swim and Toonami. So I'm sure you will. Um, so we got that, and then there's supposed to be an anime. So another anime. So I think that people kind of have to understand that Toonami's still running, no matter if you don't like it or not. Just let it roll and stop watching if you're that man. So, is you big mad or you little mad? I don't know. It's some of them I think are really mad, and I it's don't okay. understand. 
Not that I, think, I care that they're mad. You know how we were talking about before the podcast, getting laid is a good thing? I think a yeah. lot of people need to get laid. But anyways, let's move on. Blade Runner. No, 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 I'm sorry. I just, I just gotta tell it how it is. I'm, I'm back to my old self. I don't give a shit. Like, dude, if, if, if you're, if you're that bent up about a new show, go fuck yourself. I'm sorry. Be nice about it, man. I'm just gonna be honest. I'm just gonna be my honest self from now on. I don't give a shit. Oh, wait a minute. So I guess I actually have rubbed off on you. Congratulations, you're finally being the dickhole that you always was. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, so how this deal works is Adult Swim will have the worldwide rights to distribute the English dub versions of the series, excluding Asia, and they will air the English dubbed episodes of the series on Toonami. Crunchyroll will handle the worldwide streaming for its community of more than 45 million registered users and 2 million subscribers. Wonderful. So, as Adult Swim and Crunchyroll are both now divisions of Warner Media, this is excellent synergy, and we can only hope to see more of this. Now, as for who's working on this, well, that's pretty interesting in itself. The series will be produced by the animation studio Sola Digital Arts. They've done some things that have shown up on Netflix, I believe. Uh, Shinji Aramaki and Kenji Kamiyama will be directing all the episodes of the premiere season, which will follow their current directorial work on the upcoming Ghost in the Shell series reboot. More on that later. And, believe it or not, Shinichiro Watanabe will serve as creative producer. And Watanabe previously wrote and directed the anime short Blade Runner Blackout 2022, and that was... uh, part of a series of shorts that were released around uh, Blade Runner 2049, the sequel to the original film. And Aramaki also worked on Blackout uh, 2022. And you can see that on Crunchyroll. I believe it is dubbed. And it's uh, it's definitely a feast for the eyes. So, I'm using Antidote here. Uh, apparently, DeMarco sent Watanabe a selection of music and they're like i think this would be good for the show and watanabe's notes were you know i thought my music tastes were crazy but your tastes <laughs> are crazy yes yeah i remember hearing that that, that was kind of funny <laughs> i mean this this seems to be uh, a while back jason mentioned that he was working on a dream project and um, of course my immediate mind was like oh see is, is he finally getting that outlaw star sequel on the road <laughs> no no, not doing an Outlaw Star sequel. This makes total sense because he's you know, he he's been a big fan of Blade Runner ever since he was a kid, and so being able to work on a Blade Runner series with Watanabe, yeah, that's definitely dream project material. We should all yeah. be so lucky as to be able to be part of something that we care that much about. I mean, for me, that would be like me getting to work on a Ninja Turtle series. <laughs> or okay. me getting to work on a new La Blue Girl. Or, or, hear me out, Ronin Warrior's English dub actually comes over here. Yeah. I, I, I will be honest. I feel like that's setting the bar kind of low. <laughs> Maybe. But there again, they can't even find who, who did it, so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I suppose so. So this is obviously a ways out. Probably won't see any of this until maybe 
a preview in late 2019. Probably won't air until 2020, maybe even later. But it's certainly an interesting project on the horizon. And I just can't get over the amazing amount of synergy that this is. A Warner Brothers property is going to be shared between Adult Swim and Crunchyroll. It's wonderful. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. If only, if only Warner could have had this kind of synergy for things before. If only. So yeah, that's 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 pretty cool. Now, as previously mentioned, the Ghost in the Shell series also has those two directors on it. So they've been busy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Aramaki is... Uh, he, He's known for Appleseed, the uh, CGI animated series, and uh, Kamiyama worked on uh, uh, Standalone Complex, Ghost in the Shell. So, Ghost in the Shell, however, will not be coming to Tsunami. And I'm sure there are some folks who are disappointed about that. But Let's not have that conversation. It's, uh, it is what it is. And it will be coming to Netflix among other things tangentially related to Toonami. So, you'll be seeing that sometime in uh, 2020. So, I guess that and Blade Runner may come out at roughly the same time. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, th- that's think, of, think about this. We have, we'll have Blade Runner, possibly next year. We'll see. Um, and then also there's the Tom Immersion event, which should be next year as well um so he's definitely talking up that thing yeah we will uh i have a feeling that we're not going to see anything until uh, i would probably say around maybe maybe around the time of momocon we may see something from toonami about it so um yeah i don't i don't foresee us seeing anything until then but we'll see Mm -hmm. So along with their announcement that they're doing series for Pacific Rim and Altered Carbon, and also, surprisingly, bringing Neon Genesis Evangelion back to the U.S. for a uh, total re-release worldwide. I mean, this, this is a huge deal. This show has been out of print for many years now. So they're they're bringing it back big time, and they're actually going to do a new dub, and there are definitely people that are not happy about that. Oh, I I honestly think that Netflix might lose some people. That seems a bit drastic, but uh, I I mean, yeah. usually when something like this happens, people do drastic things. So they'll be okay. Yeah. I mean, it, it it really depends. It really depends, honestly. I mean, it depends on if the English dub is done by the original actors like some people want or if it's done by somebody else which it's looking like it's somebody else we'll see you know it's looking like it's somebody else now interestingly enough uh if it's just a regional thing it's spike spencer the voice of shinji in the previous dubs including funimation's dubs for the movies he he's in los angeles now and Mm -hmm. so is the voice of ray amanda winley and you could probably get the other people, like uh, Oscar's actress and 
Oscar Langley. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they, they could do it. There's petitions to make it happen. I, I mean, I, uh, not, not, not to, uh, deflate the arguments of, uh, those who love that cast, but I would be okay with a recast. It's, it's not a sacred cow to me. Sorry. I mean, it's for me, it's more like, and I don't know if you guys have been reading the stories um, from the guy that's in charge of Funimation. Uh, he's been saying a lot. Um, and a lot of what uh, he's been yeah, saying. Fukunaga is, uh... Yeah, he's been saying a lot about this, and he's been saying yeah, a lot about Fukunaga. the the uh, Crunchyroll deal that fell through and their deal with with uh, Hulu. So um, I think it's kind of, it's interesting to hear him talk about this more specifically because he, he seems real salty about it. <laughs> he's very pissed. And it's like, it makes it sound like that Netflix kind of way outbid Funimation, like way uh, outbid them. Be surprised. So, um, Dude, yeah, I would be pissed too. Netflix, but I, you know, for me, I mean, I, I'm open to a new dub, but I'm kind of more or less like if the fans, if a, in pretty much a lot of fans of the series just want them to redub it with the original cast, if you can do it, why not? If See what I'm saying? Broke, don't fix it. <laughs> yeah. So Fair that's enough. just my thing. That's just I'm my thing. I'm more concerned with the potential that it will never get a home video release that could happen too it's netflix license through and through which is uh i mean great for worldwide streaming distribution not so great for uh home video and collectors and well such. i mean i mean look at this i mean netflix is actually being intelligent for once and starting to kind of take their um their properties that are theirs and send them out and let other people like comedy central a little bit and try to, to take their shows, you know, and personally, I, I really hope that they try to offer it to, to adult swim for Voltron. Cause I think that just makes perfect sense. We need some Voltron in our life, man. Yeah. And I think a lot of people need to see this series. I know people that still haven't seen the series, but I, I got you seasons one and two for your birthday. Skank. I know. And I'm very happy about that. Um, you better, you better be, um, but I yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I just think that they should, um, I'm just, th I just think that they should, you know, do what the fans want at this point. It just makes sense, honestly. Hmm. So the and real eyebrow raising development, and we've, we've known about this being a thing for a little while. But it looks like it's actually going to happen. Netflix is going to do a live-action version of Cowboy Bebop. Just let that one sink in a little bit. <laughs> oh, and, and Watanabe is in, involved as a supervisor. But, I mean, that doesn't usually mean much i believe yeah. technically toriyama was considered a supervisor on dragon ball evolution don't you don't you dad don't you say it <laughs> don't you say it uh -uh. <laughs> you know what man uh, go to the corner right now 
Now, uh, Be- Bebop is a show that could transition to live action very well. A big thing is you gotta have a killer soundtrack for that. Yeah. I mean, if yeah. you don't have Yoko Kano, you better bring somebody who's at least almost as good. No, I agree. But you should probably just get Yoko Kano. Because <laughs> anything less and it will be quite quite underwhelming. Yep. Even if everything else about it is decent. If you don't nail the music, you're you're missing a core element of Cowboy Bebop. But, I mean, the thing about live-action Cowboy Bebop, though it's not something that you couldn't do in live-action, at the same time it is something you can't do in live-action, because being animation is what makes it Cowboy Bebop, in my opinion. It It's the whole visual audio experience that makes it Cowboy Bebop. You could tell that story in live action, but it's not necessarily Cowboy Bebop if you do that. Well, we'll see. I'm sure at the very least it will be considerably better handled than Death Note. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, that Death Note movie. Which, oh, I think I heard that's getting a sequel. And I blame all of us for anyone who hate-watched it. <laughs> <laughs> Your hate-watches have power. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I was not looking at porn. Let's talk uh, more, more about uh, Blade Runner anime coming up, but, I mean, there isn't much to say. Other than, I think it's a really cool concept, and I look forward to it. Uh... Do I think this is necessarily the show that you direct to people who mainly just want to watch Dragon Ball? Well, maybe no. But at the same time, this could bring in viewers who, you know, just like sci-fi, just like Blade Runner in particular. And yeah. Certain, that that uh, sequel movie, you know, it, it got some good buzz. So, I think I think uh, if if your main complaint here is, uh, well, this is too far away from what Toonami usually does, it's like that's a good thing, right? Because <laughs> you're tired of Toonami doing the same shit all the time. <laughs> so, yeah, hey, wait a, minute, wait a 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 minute. Sketch just used a swear. I know, right? I did. I oh, did. I Look fucking here. did. Oh whoa, my god, whoa. Bomb. Whoa, wait a whoa. minute. I think I finally broke his sketch. The corruption no. is gone, Pilks. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I'm sorry, people. I have tried to corrupt sketch. It I'm just didn't work. the nonsense out there, man. I am just... But, you know, you do have all those... tired of the nonsense because... Of all the things, people are still complaining about marathons! <laughs> are you kidding me? Yeah. It's a holiday weekend! Get a fucking life. <laughs> no. They don't want a life. Apparently not. You know all those dang on Twitter executives. Yeah. Yeah. And then on top of that, don't try to lump us in as Toonami Fable is saying that, you know, we're giving our opinion saying that we could do a better job of running Toonami. We don't never say that. We no. Who said that? 
you, don't worry about it. We'll talk about that later. I don't, I don't want to go deep in that because it may reveal some stuff that I don't, that don't need to be said all over this podcast. But I you know, know, you know, it's like always saying that we think that we are, you know, the we know everything. No, we don't know everything. We know stuff just as um along the same lines as you. The thing is, we're just good at better predictions and giving a more intelligent um commentary about it and. As always, somehow we're just able to predict these things because we actually study trends and look at a whole bunch of stuff before we just go and just say something that's totally and complete BS. Yeah. And you know it. I mean, look at me, man. But what is worth, you know, I do my research before I even make a statement. True. That's you. I mean, hey, look at I don't want to look like an idiot, man. I got I got too much intelligence to do that. And besides, I don't want to get a retort from the DeMarco Dade that would burn, man, because he burns it into some people's soul real bad. <laughs> <laughs> Which I laugh at. I'm talking, I seriously laugh at it, man, because I'm like, oh my God, man, Jason just burned him. And the thing is, it's so intellectually done to the point like, was this a slight or was this a burn? I mean, it hurts to a certain extent. It's like watching Frazier. You actually got to have some semblance of intelligence to actually catch on to what's being said. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Are you I, sure? I, I liked recently he he told some idiot Anna. It's like, hey man, why do you do this? <laughs> why yeah. why are you wasting your time? Just go do something else with your life, dude. That was like a burn. I was like, whoa. And people, I'm like, man, that was so low key savage though. <laughs> I gotta get. There are definitely people out there that think that that Jason is very incompetent at his job. And nah, son. Yeah. Jason is very competent, man. He's been doing it for so many years. If Jason didn't know what he was doing, man, he would not be there as long as he's man. Very true. Uh, Though I do have questions in our next topic coming up here. So no, Paul mm. can't have syrup with it. Syrup. Don't worry about this. Uh, oh, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, before we get into that, I, I do want to mention that uh, if you happen to enjoy the comic book forms of these shows that are airing on Toonami, hey, Shonen Jump has really done an overall. And now, for the low, low price of a buck ninety-nine, you get a huge backlog of the manga, including One Piece, Hunter Hunter. You know, lots yeah. of good stuff. Yeah. My Hero Academia, Black Clover. It's like also all, all that stuff on there. For a buck ninety nine a month, you get a huge backlog. And if you don't even want to pay that, you can still read the most recent chapters for free. Yep. <laughs> same same week as Japan. For free. That's just wow. <laughs> Crazy, of course, man. you know, Pirates is going to always have something to say, man. They always it's try it's to find a way. Accurate. Like, okay, you just want to find a way to steal stuff to be justified. Pirating cannot be justified. People just want to justify their piracy. It's Dude, I, to it. I can't tell you how much, how many things I've seen of Dragon Ball Super, the subversion of it already. Like, it's not even funny. Like, I'm not watching it. I mean, it's showing up in groups. And I'm just like, that's just ridiculous. Like, I, I just don't understand, like, 
how people can do that. And, you know, what I, what I am very proud of, and I think Funimation did a good job of this somehow, is when they did the premiere of the English dub, none of that is leaked. As far as I know, I have seen no leaks of the English dub. None. You know, that's my biggest thing, man. I'm like, quit trying to pirate everything. You can't justify your piracy. I'm sorry, you just can't. No. There's, there's a big difference between a show that you can't see anymore, that nobody has here in the United States, that it's not going to get anything new. That's one thing. It's a whole like the different run warriors. Exactly, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. It's a whole different beast when you have Dragon Ball Super playing and people play the actual episode. You know what I mean? It's kind of stupid. It's very stupid at this point. I mean, it's like it's like a lot of stuff that I can't get that I wanted to see here. You know, but the thing is if I can't find a legal outlet to watch that anime or read them on Gizlet. I'm not going to even attempt to and, because and, I was like, you know, you know better, you do better. And I'm a, I know I spoke on this plenty of times, man. I did pirate when I was younger. I'm not proud of that. But the thing is, when you know better, you do better. And, and, and at this point, there's no really there's not really any excuse. I mean, if you have cable, well, actually, it doesn't matter what you have now. If you have anything from YouTube TV to Sling to Spectrum to Dish to whatever – you can get the Adult Swim app and see all these shows for free because you have a subscription to a cable operator. Like, there's no, there's, there's no excuse to, to, to do this illegally anymore. There's no excuse. Like, seriously, on top of that, dude, like, you know, you got friends, like, we borrow each other's, like, you know, we share accounts, man. I mean, you know, we ain't hurt nobody. You know, it's like, like, can I borrow your account just so I can watch this particular episode or something? Like yeah. My buddy let me use his Netflix account because it was a movie that I wanted to watch. He was like, go ahead. He was like, can I borrow your country road? Right? Go right ahead, my dude. I'm talking about exactly. even with his Netflix, man, he has a particular account, you know, because, you know, you can't put up to so many accounts on there. Exactly. He has one for, um, he put up there, he has his, which is King. Then he's like, um, what was it? Freeloading serfs that just want to use my um, <laughs> Netflix. <laughs> and then, you know, because you know, we just joke around, he's like, that guy that I know that likes to watch La Blue Girl. Oh, God. <laughs> I was like, I hate that's you the way so to much. Do it. But that's, that's the, the way, way to do it. not even on Netflix. That's the way to do it, man. Like, <laughs> I, I, I like your friend. We need, it, we need to meet. <laughs> he's an Auburn fan, but he cool. Okay. <laughs> now let, let's prove this. Uh, we're talking to um, people in the U.S. here. I mean, even in Canada, they sometimes get screwed. But in other yeah. countries, even English-speaking countries, they don't have all the stuff we have in the U.S. And I understand no. that, and that sucks. And I hope that that changes. But it's if you're in the U.S., you need to stop pirating. Exactly. You have no excuse at this point. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But um. Let's get into the talk, topic I really want to talk about. My underpants. Right. Well, I... Barring when this episode comes out, first order of business is, yes, there are marathons at the end of this year. Uh, the first one on December was it, 23rd? 20, uh, I mean, technically 22nd. 22nd. December... December 22nd, Saturday, is a Dragon Ball Super Marathon. It will be running for mm, 9 p.m. till 4.30. That is, a, that is a lot of episodes. 
15 episodes? Yeah, 15 episodes. Which should cover the entirety of uh, all of the Tournament of Power lead-up that has aired thus far. So yes. if you need to catch up, it's a good time to do it. Yeah, and so... the next Saturday, the... Uh... It's a Burrito Marathon. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a Burrito Marathon f- from 9 p.m. to 2.30 because they can't even make it the full seven hours with the amount of episodes of Boruto they've aired already. Yeah. And they will finish off the night with... Uh, the, the rest of the block, I think. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, the rest of the... The rest of what's airing. What, what is all of that that's airing? I think... <laughs> Loop on I think the it's third. just... Uh, nope, nope. Gundam no? replaced that. Oh, okay. So Gundam, Samurai Jack... And something Pop else. Team Epic. Pop Team Epic. There you in, go. In such a such a bizarre order, you you go Pop Team Epic, Gundam, Samurai Jack. No, yes, wait, that. no, yeah, that, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Pop Team Epic, Gundam, yeah. Samurai Jack. Yeah, you really should put Pop Team Epic at the end because then it goes right into comedy. That makes sense. But, I mean, it doesn't really matter because we're in for a, a few changes. Yeah. So, starting January, the primetime Toonami dream is dead. Dead and buried. Yeah. Even though Adult Swim seems to be getting 8 p.m. back, they uh, have decided to push Toonami back to 11 p.m. Not... Not thrilled. Not, not thrilled no. about that. Well, I think me and you can say that we're not thrilled about the fact that Hunter Hunter's at 2.30. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Now, here's I a mean, good thing. Here's yeah. a good thing. I, when I get home, I can watch Black Clover and Hunter Hunter. But... Um, yeah. And I can listen to uh, Megalobox on my ride home from work. <laughs> but, you know, for me, it's kind of just like... I don't know. I just, I, I don't, I, I don't get it. <laughs> and I, I think it's more about something else we need to talk about, which, and we're not going to reveal where we know this from because we don't want to get people in trouble. But apparently on Saturday nights, it's Dragon Ball Z Kai at eight and Dragon Ball Super, a repeat of it at eight thirty. And I'm sitting here going, then why did you move it back? Yeah. And not well, the, and I, and one other thing too. Apparently, Samurai Jack is on Monday through Friday at like not eight or something. Or I, I don't know. It's starting over, but I mean, it won't take long to catch up to where Tsunami stops. Right. So you're gonna get your full HD run of Samurai Jack on weekdays now. Which hey, that's great. <laughs> I have I have no issue with that. No, that's but... fantastic. I I really have to question the Saturday decision, however. Mm. Because, okay. Now, this this is definitely a good indication that they renewed Dragon Ball Z Kai to a significant capacity because they're of course. keeping it around even though it's right on Toonami. I mean, we try not to talk about the ratings, but real talk, they have been declining. Not, not just getting to a point of decline and staying there, but continuously dropping week 
after week, month after month, ever since they started adding more time to Toonami. And I think the clear problem there is they really still need some casual comedies before Toonami to draw in those viewers because otherwise they're just not going to show up. They don't have a reason to. Agreed. They might watch Dragon Ball Super and then they're gone. It's it's fairly evident that that's the case. I mean, if we look back to when Toonami was at 10 and Rick and Morty was leading Toonami and Family Guy was before that, they were doing significantly better than what they're pulling in right now. And I would say, yeah, cable seems to be declining month to month anyway, but there's reason to believe they would probably get better results with what they're about to do than what they have been doing. And it's frustrating because all it really says is, hey, no anime works in primetime except Dragon Ball. That's life. Deal with it. See, and that, that that's kind of the thing that annoys me just a little bit is why 11 o'clock? Why not 10? I mean, it seemed like Dragon Ball Super was doing well there. Um, and it seemed like My Hero Academia was doing well. And whatever they had in the beginning was actually helping Toonami as usual. So it's like, why why then yeah, would you I, do that? I, I would think even if they had to do, say, as their first show DBZ Kai, sure, fine. Put that on and then you could do three comedies and then start Toonami at 10. I don't think that would have been a problem. No. I I think maybe they were originally not planning on having 8 p.m. back, and that's kind of played into this. Yeah. And I honestly think that one of the reasons why Toonami got to try out 9 p.m. was because they were losing 8 p.m. They were like, hey, why don't we try Toonami first? And see how that does. Mm -hmm. Because we have one less hour to work with here. And they're like, they're probably not behind the idea of starting Toonami all the way at 8 p.m. Even though they'll apparently put Dragon Ball there if they see. Yeah, I don't. I I don't get it either. Um, I I, I I think they're trying to recreate what they had. Right. Not too long ago when they had like two episodes of super and then they had comedy and then Toonami started at 10 30 11 yeah well, i just i think they're really i understand that they, they gave it time to grow and i really appreciate that i think it's great that they tried it at all but to to go from having it at 9 p.m to pushing it all the way back to 11 just why why do that why why not let it try out? Why not start with 10? Yeah. And then you, if you have to use Dragon Ball Kai at 8 p.m., that's fine. You can still do a Rick and Morty and two Family Guys, and then you can play Toonami at 10. Mm-hmm. And then, then you could have avoided having any premiere after 3 a.m. or 2.30. Exactly. That would be great. <laughs> but... No, we're we're not having that. So we're back to the days of uh, premieres at two a.m., two thirty, and even three a.m. That is, I honestly didn't think we'd get back to that. No, 
And it's, I, I just, listen, I, I understand. I get it. You probably don't have enough shows. I get it. I, I understand. But how is it that we can't just at least get the last hour of Adult Swim? That kind of is stupid to me. And here's the thing. Uh, Samurai Jack is probably free for you. You could stick that easily at 5.30, and it's a good run into Cartoon Network. So why not just put something else on? Cowboy Bebop, whatever. You got all those. You got the rights to everything, pretty much. So just put I, something on. I don't, I, don't, I don't care about 5 a.m. I don't see a reason to care about 5 a.m. I'd rather have home movies. I like home movies. I mean, but I'm I'm guess I'm talking about like you don't have what was I thinking? What show? Oh, we don't have King of the Hill anymore, so it's kind of just like if you're not going to put King of the Hill there, what does it really matter what goes there? It doesn't. You know what I'm saying? But, like it just makes. But more I sense don't to think Toonami needs that extra hour at all because it would just be more reruns. They don't need more reruns. It doesn't help anything. I mean, looking at the looking at the schedule for January, they they don't want to put, or I shouldn't even say that they don't want to spend the money for putting an episode of American Dad and Family Guy on. So it's like, if if that's becoming a concern, which we think is really what's going on, what does it matter if you're putting a, re, a repeat down there? It's it's not a big deal to me. It's just kind of like we're still playing this game. <laughs> you know what I mean? I I don't know. I, I just whatever i just i i just don't care what they put at 5 a.m i'm not going to be watching but yeah so i mean i don't think more anime reruns is necessary and i don't think an additional rerun of samurai jack's necessary when they gonna have it on weekdays but i mean i wouldn't mind it yeah it just doesn't really matter to me so anyway this is uh this is how the schedule is gonna be uh right so the only thing that's not changing at all is dragon ball super is staying at 11 p.m so now dragon ball super will be leading the block again and i'm sure there are some people who are very happy about that dragon ball super dragon ball super at 11 p.m right and at 11 30 boruto shifts an hour later and at Midnight, My Hero Academia will be moved there. At 12.30, Mob Psycho moves down an hour. And yeah, pretty much everything moves down an hour. <laughs> because you had to take the shows airing before Dragon Ball Super and putting them after Dragon Ball Super. So, Dragon Ball Super at 11, Boruto at 11.30, because they clearly still want Boruto to be a thing. My Hero Academia at midnight. Mob Psycho at 12.30. Megalobox at 1 a.m. JoJo airing as late as it ever has at 1.30. Black Clover's back to 2 a.m. Hunter Hunter airing as late as it ever has at 2.30. Mm. And, oh, Naruto Shippuden. Living the high life at 10 p.m.? Gets knocked all the way down to 3 a.m. Stupid. End off the premieres. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty extreme. <laughs> pretty extreme. 
And then we have our reruns with <clears throat> Attack on Titan, Pop Team Epic, and Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans Season 2. Just Season 2. They don't have Season 1 anymore, I figure. Mm-hmm. So, that... Again, why not put Pop Team Epic last? Why put Pop Team Epic between two very serious military shows? Right. <laughs> that is an odd choice, to say the least. <laughs> I guess they just want to be odd. I don't... I don't know, man. I don't know. I really feel like Hunter Hunter's getting the One Piece treatment here. It's rough. Uh, is um, oh, let's see. Wait a minute. You said the Church of One Piece. So, um, what book are we speaking from? Are we speaking from Nico Robin? Are oh, we speaking God. from the Book of Nami with the double D's? Um, <laughs> the Book of Sanji, How to Be a Male Thought. Oh God. That is definitely the name of Sanji's memoir. <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, man, the thirst was serious with Sanji, man. Yeah, y'all know how I feel about One Piece. I'm not even a real big fan. I just tolerate One Piece. Like non-alcoholic beer. Right. <laughs> so yeah, this is um this is disheartening because I just I don't want to see shows airing that late. It's it sucks. It doesn't really matter to me. In fact, it's actually better for me because if i'm watching the east coast feed i i get home probably around 11 i could potentially listen to megalobox and jojo on the way home depending on how long it takes to get home and then uh i might see black clover and then i'd definitely be around to watch hunter hunter and then i can go to bed works for me but for most people it probably sucks Especially if they're on the East Coast and they have to stay up until two thirty to watch Hunter Hunter. That's woo. Not not great. Not great. And it it's really a shame for Megalobox because it just started and only got to air two episodes at midnight and now it's at one. Which isn't a huge demotion. I'm sure it's not gonna affect it negatively really. But still sucks. Hmm. What is what it's gonna be good for is Dragon Ball Super. It's gonna have its sweet, sweet family guy leading again, so that should work out well. And I do believe it will probably be better for Boruto and My Hero Academia. Because obviously My Hero Academia is gonna have a lot easier time keeping an audience at midnight than it is at nine thirty. That's just that's just that's just science. Or something. I don't know. So, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be weird seeing my hero academia at midnight. It's gonna feel wrong. It's gonna feel way too late. The primetime dream is dead. And again, I just appreciate the fact that they tried it. I mean nobody else would have. True. Nobody else would have. And nobody else would have tried it and then kept it and tried to build on it for a couple of months before finally putting it out of its misery. I just, I don't know. It, it wasn't, 
it wasn't really working. And that that just shows how it's night and day compared to how Toonami did in primetime on Saturday nights mm-hmm. over a decade ago. Right. Compared to how it is now. It's just people watch anime differently than they did back then. And that's just, just the way it is. Because these shows are unquestionably popular. There is no denying how popular these shows are. But TV is just declining, declining, declining. And when you're up against fierce primetime competition, you're going to struggle. And they did. Maybe not the best time of the year to try this. Honestly, probably would have been better to try it early next year. It's unfortunate that it didn't work out. And yes, I know there are people out there that be like, I told you, Toonami was never going to work. But Toonami will be fine now that it's back after 11 o'clock. It should do great. Not very much competition. Should do very well there. And <laughs> as stupid as this sounds, the show's airing premieres at 2 a.m. may actually do as well or better than they were before an hour earlier because that's just how it works apparently <clears throat> it's that that doggone family guy hour really brings people in which uh, is to say hopefully they hold on to it because <laughs> Disney owns that now and well <laughs> they could pull the plug on it probably whenever I believe that Adult Swim has that contract out until 2020 or so i'm sorry which show family guy oh okay but i i don't know the specifics and i don't honestly think that disney's gonna be like no you can't have that anymore it's 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 probably gonna be a bidding war (laughs) the only thing i have moderate concern over is that disney might be like you know let's just cancel family guy (laughs) and i think a lot of people would be relieved including seth MacFarlane. (laughs) because <laughs> even Seth MacFarlane's like we could just cancel the show but I don't want to put people out of work so bless his heart right yeah it's uh, bless his heart Adult Swim would be in serious trouble if they didn't have those Fox shows they can get by just fine without King of the Hill and Cleveland those weren't pinnacle to their performance but if they don't have Family Guy and they don't have Bob's Burgers and American Dad, and they're going to have American Dad because TBS is involved in that now. But if they didn't have those shows, <laughs> things could be uh, pretty interesting. But hey, they're kind of creeping towards uh, relying more on their original shows on weekdays because with their upcoming schedule, Samurai Jack is on at 8. And then they have their three hours of Fox shows. But Rick and Morty will be at 11.30, which means they're expanding their original times for 11.30 all the way to uh, 1.30. And then they have some more on the back end, too. So, for the first time in, like, I don't know how long, they're uh, relying less on Fox shows on weekdays and relying more on their own content. And that's, that's a good change. I like that. It may not, in fact, be good for their viewership, but yeah, those things don't matter anymore, right? 
<laughs> I'm all for more original space on Adult Swim. Could be, could be fun. And hey, you want some action on weekdays? You got Samurai Jack. And who knows? That could lead to other things. Like, honestly, they have Kyra around for a long time. I'm surprised they're not just putting it on weekdays, but maybe that's a cost issue. Could be. I think they're not doing super on weekdays at the moment because they don't want to overdo it. But that will probably come back eventually. Yeah. We're getting close to about an hour, so I think that uh, we've talked about this enough. But we have to talk about one more thing, and that's a certain show that's appeared on Toonami now. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash Podcast and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title for free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audible.com slash Podcast to get started today. Much to my delight and delight of others, Megalobox has premiered on Toonami. And it's great. <laughs> it's freaking great. I the mean, dub is the dub is really good. This is just just a fantastic show for Adult Swim there. It's just it it screams mid two thousands Adult Swim. And it's so so good. I know. So so good. Great animation. Lovely, lovely music. But that sweet hip hop soundtrack. Oh yeah. Dude, so good. Like it's not a Watanabe show, but it has that bebop feel to it, though, man. <clears throat> for sure, for sure. I mean, like when I first saw it, that was the first thing that I was like, "Man, dang, it's got a nice little bebop vibe to it." And then I heard the music, on par, sir. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's great. It's got that '80s '90s cyberpunk grunge aesthetic, and it looks so. If you aren't familiar with Megalobox, the first two episodes have uh, depicted this much. Uh, out on the outskirts of the city, there's underground Megaloboxing that takes place largely for the purpose of betting. And among the fighters is Junk Dog, without the U, just J-N-K-D-O-G. He is a legitimately good boxer who's stuck in a life of throwing fights because that pays out better as his partner slash trainer and advisor gets him stuck in these situations because uh, that guy apparently has to pay off a mob boss or something (laughs) and is uh, throwing fights to try and make those payments. And it's it's not going well because Junk Dog just he, he doesn't want to do it anymore, and rightfully so. He's got decent skills; he should be able to fight for real. And uh, he kind of try he, he tries many times to explain this to his old partner, but uh, old partner's like, "Yeah, you're young, you don't get it, man. You don't you don't understand." But he he keeps looking for a real fight, and after. A uh, another 
thrown fights and he's, you know, kind of kicking himself for being stuck in this situation. He ends up driving off his motorcycle and uh, practically running over the lady, the head of the Shirato Corporation, whose advanced robotics and gear are supposed to be the, the wave of the future. And she earlier announced Megalonia, a big tournament in which the very best <clears throat> Megaloboxers are able to come and compete. And uh, really, she's just trying to show off what her guy, Yuri, the champion, can do in the specialized gear that he has, which is like grafted to the skin and some serious tech. So, Junk Dog runs afoul of them, but particularly Yuri, who doesn't take kindly to him uh, insulting Megalonia. And they're about to square off, but the lady stops them. It's like, okay, you can't do this. You're the champion. Don't don't get your hands dirty. But he comes looking for a fight, and he goes to the underground ring and challenges Junk Dog. And they have a fight in which it's made very clear the difference in their skill. But it also shows that Junk Dog isn't all talk, and he actually can fight pretty well he's just horribly outmatched in this current case but hey he can learn and that one fight really sets him on fire and he just he can't go back to doing the same old thing again so this causes him to uh deck the next guy he's supposed to throw a fight with and that makes the mob boss very unhappy so they decide to uh, attempt the impossible and try to get Junk Dog to win Megalonia because it's a easier way to make money than throwing fights. Mm. In theory. Certainly a good way to make a lot of money. That's at least what uh, Nanbu is thinking. And that's that's pretty much what's happened so far. Like, seriously, man. I, you know, I ain't gonna lie, I'm with Junk Dog on that. Dude, I'm tired of throwing fights. I mean, I might be getting paid, man, but shoot, I like to win, dude. And trust me, losing to scrubs, dude, that's the biggest sin ever for somebody who can actually fight, man. Many of schoolyard brawls, man. The scrub get that one good hit on somebody who can actually fight, man, you lose points in your reputation. <laughs> Didn't see that happen to Darrell, though. Oh, no. Just went gone hell. But seriously, though, Yuri did show him that, you know, you is a small fish, man, in a big ocean. <laughs> but Joe got, hey, but seriously, though, man, Joe's like, look here, I got punched. You know, it's people out there that's way stronger than me. I want to get in on this action to see how I can really go to this. Nah. I mean, but the one thing, though, he did do. He got Yuri to put up both hands, dude. <laughs> God, don't get don't get so cocky now. Like Yuri put that arm on the block, man. Because other than that, man, it was gonna be Mister Night Night time. <laughs> it was it gonna be, be Mr. Night Night time. But he's like, it would be Night Night time. It's like, dude, you don't sound badass when you say that. <laughs> dude, if you deliver it the right way, man. Trust me, 
it, it, it would have been. But what always sounds badass is that line about not making tombstones for stray dogs. Yeah. Ah, well, it's like what you want on your tombstone? Oh, man, let me just get a bottle of ice. I would like pepperoni and sausage. <laughs> I ain't seen a tombstone piece in years, man. But they, they still exist. They do? I think so. Okay, well, we'll just um, shove one down Paul's throat then. Oh, God. Uh, Shut up, not. I might be thinking of Red Baron. They had kind of similar packaging. Red Baron was just too greasy for me, man. All right. We're talking about pizza now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this show, a big thing about it is the aesthetic. And it's, oh, it's so good. But honestly, as far as stories go, I, I really like the characters. I like the, the drama. Like the the action, the fighting. It's it's, it's all so good. It's what are your thoughts, Paul? You you only got a taste of it so far, but what do you what do you think so far? Is this is this a contender? <laughs> well, yeah, I think so. It hasn't lost me yet, so We'll see. I gotta, I gotta watch the, the second episode this weekend. So, I haven't gotten to that one yet. But, yeah, that's about it. I mean, I, I think it, it looks like it's gonna be a good show. So. Oh yeah, I think it's just such a welcome change of pace for what Toonami's been airing lately. Though they did get Mob Psycho finally, and that does add a little bit of flavor. And uh, how, how have you been liking Mob Psycho? Um, I couldn't get through the first episode. I didn't, I wasn't really so much digging it. I, I'm going to go back and watch it over this holiday week and see if maybe I'm just missing something, but I don't know. I, I, I kind of wasn't really I've, feeling it. I've heard it. people say that they felt like the first episode was a poor representation of the show as a whole. Okay. I, I thought the first episode was all right. It, it didn't turn me off, but... Yeah, you you might try the second episode and okay. And yeah, I'll, I'll go beyond that and see what happens. You gotta Honestly, give it up. Sometimes, if I'm having a hard time getting started with the show and I've watched the first episode before, I'll just not try to watch the first episode again. Like it, it happened with Steinsgate. Every time I try to watch Steinsgate, I watch the first episode and then I'd like lose motivation to watch more. So, I finally decided to watch the second episode. And then I just plowed on through it. Dude, it's like Monica Magica, man. Sometimes you just got to give it the Monica Magica. Um, what is Spin. The, the three episode rule. Yeah. Well, you can, yeah. Uh, I put it like this. You got to give it the Jose rule because he went up to a certain number with Bleach before he just gave up. You know, it just wasn't for him. But the first arc of Bleach is the good part. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I told you Jose has bad taste. Yeah, every once in a while he does. But yeah. I still love him. Especially when he's on a stick. Um Jalapeno Jose. If Mob watched you then uh, hey, at least you you seem to be in the megalobox. That's that's good. But I uh think it's about time to get on out of here. Um First of all, thank you guys for listening for the whole year. Um, 
thank you guys for staying with us all this time. We, we really do appreciate it. We do this podcast for you guys. So that's why we're still around. But uh, as usual, you can email us at podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. Uh, you can follow us uh, exclusively just for the podcast on facebook.com slash tsunami faithful podcast and Twitter at uh, tsunami podcast. Um, you can also listen to all of our podcasts pretty much everywhere. Um, the ones that I do encourage people to go to is obviously iTunes. If you have it, iTunes podcast app, um, Spotify. We are now Spotify. We're, we are the only besides obviously tsunami preflight that is on there. Please do me a favor. If you do listen to podcasts on there and you listen to us on there, uh, like our, our podcast there, um, follow us there, whatever you need to do. Um, that helps us. I looked the other day. It, it, it looks like people were actually listening. So that, that's a good thing. Um, so there's that, um, obviously soundcloud.com, uh, slash Tsunami faithful podcast. That's every episode from episode one on through to the current episode. So, um, please go there and do that as well. Um, last thing real quick, um, we have a Patreon and I, I want to say thank you to all of you guys that have been contributing to the Patreon. I'm, I'm very happy with where we are. Um, please keep spreading the word for people to join and help us out. Um, we've been putting a lot of Toonami Faithful past stuff up this recent, these uh, last couple weeks. Um, we've, anybody that has it now has seen the, the interview that I was talking about earlier with Amanda and Colleen. Um, you've heard the interview with Emily and um, you've also heard ahead of time the uh, Paul and Durrell show episode, the Christmas special uh, that is up there as well. Um, the Christmas special? It was. Wow. <laughs> people aren't going to, people will be like, please, please don't let Paul and Darrell do a podcast again. Um, <laughs> Even, we seem to be getting good feedback on those though. Yeah, we do. Um, so I, I know, I know. But, um, and that, that may end up appearing on the Toonami Faithful podcast feed. So don't be surprised if you see it. Um, but um, yeah, so. And by the way, the, the, the podcast, the, the Paul and Durrell show is mainly just for the Patreon. So if you want to hear that podcast, you have to go there. Um, so there's all that. So thank you guys again for to, for being on our Patreon. Thank you guys for following us. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, it's been a great 2018. But uh, let's get on out of here. Durrell, can, where can they find you, sir? Man, you can find me buried in the bottle of a nice fine cognac later on. Oh, I, oh of course. my bad. You, yo, you mean where you can find? Oh, on social media. Oh, oh okay. Gosh. Well, you can always find me at uh, social media. Oh, my oh, bad. Lord. Man. Look here. Shut up, Paul. He gets to talk, but you can't. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, you can find me at um, the garbage can. Yeah, your face. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we the, get all that. The nearest stuff. bar. The nearest bar. <laughs> You would be the salty spittoon. It might be. It might be. <laughs> or the blue oyster. <laughs> okay, sorry. All right, back serious note. But you can find me at Ukami underscore Samurai7 at Twitter.com. You can also find me at um, the Sia underscore Rojo I did not see at Twitter.com. And I really don't give out my um, Instagram, but um, let's see. What was that again? Ah, oh, shoot, man. You know, I'm getting old these days. Sometimes I just got very to... old. Shut up, nobody actually. <laughs> Black don't crack, son. Black don't crack. <laughs> but you can actually find me at uh, let's see, what was it? 
Dang, I forgot. Just that quick. The garbage can? You know, don't nobody like you, man. This, <laughs> when this podcast over with, I'm going to have a few choice words with you, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I get out of it in the new year, man. And right now, I just can't remember it off the top. It's for fraternity business anyway, but <laughs> I follow a couple of y'all on there anyway. Mm-hmm. All right, that's it. S- Sketch, where can they find you, sir? You can find me on Twitter at Sketch1984, and you can... Ask me questions at curiouscat.me backslash sketch 1984. And uh, getting real tired of these SAO questions. Getting getting real tired. Real tired. (laughs) I like SAO. Deal with it. I will criticize SAO when it should be. Mm -hmm. But I like SAO. Right. That that is my stance, and I'm sticking to it. And And where can they find you? And, of course, you can find me on Twitter at Paul Biscrillo. You can email me, Paul Biscrillo at tsunamifaithful.com. And uh, if you guys are part of the Tsunami Faithful Discord, um, which I'll put another link up during the holidays so you guys can join our group, um, you can just at me at Paul Biscrillo and I will respond. So, yeah. Uh, again, thank you guys for listening and supporting us throughout 2018. Um, hopefully, we'll be making some new changes in the new year and uh making things better for you guys to listen but uh that's it for this (laughs) (laughs) that's it for this tsunami faithful podcast see you in 2019 peace we're out deuces Yo, ない真剣な奴隷奴らゲルのはきっと死ぬ時だけ唯一の娯楽はメガロボス